extra extravagant entertainment. Expertly executed exclusives. What the hell are you two talking about? Why all the... Oh, because it's E3. That, that's very good. There's much better stuff coming on Hack the Diner. Hello everyone, welcome once again to Hack the Dino, your most dinoist place to hack some dinos. Um, yeah, I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of your co-hosts, and I am joined here tonight by the Millennial Falcon, Mr. Braden Dixon. Hello, I'm muting myself because I have a very annoying little cough that I swear to God it's not COVID. I got <laughs> two different tests. It's not, I swear. You should have seen the uh, size of the anal probe you had to take. <laughs> I was about to make a rectal test joke. Yeah, and then they went through the nose as well after... Same pro Ooh. Speaking of uh, anal fishes, Floppy <laughs> <laughs> Stomach's here. Hello. <laughs> how are we this He's week? Back. Oh, we're great. How, how's you and your... your, your I, um, you know what? I, I heard that I had some pretty explosive uh, diarrhea. Yeah, we heard it too. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that it was apparently being reported as horrific. But if you didn't know, we're not here to talk about bodily functions. We're here to talk about video games. And if you like video games, you should head on over to hackthedino.com where you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or just head over to youtube.com backslash hackthedino and do the thing there. Don't forget to like some videos and help us with the algorithm because we need to get more people's eyes on our work. Uh, you can head on over to twitch.tv backslash hackthedino where you may be right now at this very moment watching with your rectal... No, what? Uh, retinas. That's the one. Uh, well, Please don't watch. Be. Don't watch with your rectum. You may, maybe you want to. Yeah, uh, you maybe you want to cast that vote. If you do, it's hundred percent more potent. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv backslash hack the dino, where you can watch us stream not only this show but video games as we deem worthy. And finally, if you don't like our faces, completely understand. If you just want to hear the sweet sensual tones of our voices, head on over to any podcast app such as Spotify and subscribe and leave a review there to hear every single podcast that you could ever hope for that we do including itunes maybe stitcher yeah them too the, all, all the podcast apps wherever you pod if you're podding around you, where you, you buy those pods you, you get them there with us you cast out and get yourself a pod no hey uh, floppy um yes, you, you've, you've been um on vacation yeah, some would say. Yeah, uh, that explains the shirt. What uh, have you been playing recently? Uh, amongst a couple of other little things, the things I've been playing most uh, most of all, uh, Resident Evil Village, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is where we're, yes. So I've been knee-deep in this. I have had my kids around though, so I have to be very selective as to when I play this because in case you've never right played... Right before bedtime? Yeah, right before bedtime. Yeah, uh, in case you've never played a Resident Evil game in your entire life, they're quite scary. And a little gruesome. Mm, mm. Um, this one, uh, did you play number seven? No, I'm not all the way through. Okay. I dabbled. I didn't do VR either. I, I tried. I think we've talked about that though. Yeah. Um, so this one follows the same character, Ethan Winters. And I think it was six months later. Something like that. Um, and it is very cool. They have actually dialed down the scariest a little bit. That was I one think. of the, we, we spoke about that on a previous show. Um, the, the game director themselves said that, yeah, they g heard reports about how scary... And how people weren't finishing obviously, it. obviously, yeah, well, they get all the feedback from, like... Because devs are collecting data when yeah. they play because that's what the, the PlayStation does while it's online all the time. Um, 
so yeah, a lot of people didn't finish it because they were just too scary. Yeah, so I think what they've done is they've still got the level of scary in there, but they've got more bits in between that allow you to catch your breath right. and calm down. And there are some areas, once you've cleared those areas, you actually travel back through areas like a, a few times and it's not just respawn full of disgusting um, face gnawing werewolves and things. No, there's tall vampire ladies. There is tall vampire. Oh, I, I have defeated the tall vampire lady. Did you? Yes. Did, it you, was did you weird. wish for her to step on you as well? Because that's the thing. What? Thanks, in, thanks, the internet. Oh, I don't pay that much attention to the internet, to be honest. The internet is horny for the big lady. Yes, I've heard. Mm. I saw some things. I believe they're called memes. Mm. Um, mm. There were some things. But yeah, like I'm learning about the internet this week. Mm. <laughs> I'm learning lots. Um, but yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. This is good. I cannot wait to get uh, back into it and keep playing. I've, there's four main bad guys that I'm going to have to be taken out, I think, between before the. Where are you uh, going to take them? Ah, uh, just just nice little diner, di dinner and a show. Yeah, dinner and a show. Um, take them out uh, with finger guns. Finger guns. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Bullet, bullet gun. Uh, no, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It looks beautiful. The detail in every little nook and cranny of this game is phenomenal. I love it. The lighting is awesome. I get real funny over lighting. Like, I, I really that's, dig that's it. That's your thing? Yeah, I really dig light. Remember how um, Dan was always, um, like, little things, like, he loved the, the little things that moved. Everything that moved. He was always into that. Ghost oh. of Tsushima, all the, all the leaves. That were, yeah, mine's yeah. lighting. Right. Lighting. And, and atmospheric lighting, and this thing's full of it. Right. I love it. Cool. I've also been playing Biomutant. Oh, now this is this came out just this week. No, a week and a half ago. Week and a half week, ago. Well, a week ago. Week and ago it, today. It's got some pretty harsh reviews. Yeah, I. Yeah, now look, I well, full disclosure. Full, full disclosure. I'm like an hour and a half in. Okay, cool. Uh, so I've literally just started. So it's an open world RPG, customizable character, upgradable weapons, upgradable abilities. Um, you know, you've got side quests, you've got all that sort of jazz. Um, What's the main goal? At the moment, I believe it's to save the tree of life. Okay. From what I've gathered. The one thing I will say is it has thrown quite a lot of info at me quite quickly. Right. Um, and I, I didn't feel... Uh, I didn't feel like I was swimming in it and like drowning, but there was it was very little time to get used to say a new ability before you learnt something else. Oh, so they sort of bombard you with all these upgrades. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, well, not so much upgrades. This when it, the tutorial when it teaches you how to do all the moves and everything, it was quite quick to go through. Mm -hmm. um, having said that, I managed it, and I'm pretty old, so I figure most people are pretty pretty good at it. But yeah, look. It's a really good thing to play while playing Resident Evil as well because the contrast in the gameplay and the color palette and everything is actually really awesome. So Resident Evil being really dark and really scary and everything and this thing being really bright and vibrant. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. I love the little rocket raccoon character type thing uh, who is super different to what mine looks like because you can adjust so many different things when it comes to um, your class, your and strengths the, and weaknesses. The class affects your visible look as well. Yeah, it? yeah, it does. So whether you go for like a dead eye, which I went through, went for, or there was, you know, like a commando style character or a stealth style character, and they all look vastly different. Um, which I thought was really cool because you can be hard pressed to find two characters that look the same. Okay, two questions sure. just from the reviews I've read because I've not played this game. Mm -hmm. um, the first one being, how did you find the narrator? 
how did I find as in the, the, the voice itself or, like the, the, or the amount? The amount of which the narrator um, talks. A lot of people have just had to turn it off because it's just too much. No, look, I didn't turn it off because you also have the ability to skip it while you, if you read quicker than the narrator talks. Right. But so, is, is that sort of take you out of it? No, at the moment it's giving me the story, so I don't mind. If it keeps going on that amount, I'm, I'm sure it'll wear, wear on me pretty soon. But mm-hmm. uh, only being an hour and a half in, it hasn't yet because it's... Instead of me reading heaps, it's just telling me the story as I'm doing stuff. Okay. And uh, the second question uh, I read uh, in Imran Khan's uh, review, um, who I, I think is a fantastic game journalist. Yeah, I like Everyone him, should follow him because he, he's a very uh, well-informed and smart individual. Uh, also a fan of the show. I don't know if he is. But no, I'm sure he would be. Pretty, yeah, he'd love us. Basically guaranteed, if he watches it, he's going to be a fan. Absolutely. Um, he said that... Uh, he, well, he sent out a tweet just saying... Uh, my thoughts on Biomutant. I've played for six hours and fallen through the floor four times. So, like, very buggy, um, not very stable. Um, I'll give him the narrator thing. Like, the narrator, so far, if the narrator carries on with the amount that I've heard the narrator, that's going to get annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had a single bug. No? no? It's all been pretty flowy? Yeah, I haven't had a single glitch, nothing. And you're playing this on PS5? I am. So, is it up So, it's a PS4 or... copy on a PS5. Okay, so it's just running a lot smoother. I assume so. Mm. I haven't had a P- I haven't played it on a PS4 to test, but well, you're not taking your job very seriously, are you? Well, I also have limited. I don't have a PS4 anymore. <laughs> um, well, I've been playing something on the most cutting technology you could pro- possibly get. For whatever reason, the other night I just felt like oh, I'm going to play Pokemon Gold, <laughs> not Heart Gold, just Pokemon oh, Gold, like Gold Gold, like Gold Gold on the old Game Boy. Game Boy yep. Color? Uh, nope, I was on the color, but I. Got out my old... No, no, I'm playing on my purple Game Boy Color. No, was it a Game Boy Color game? Yes, it was. It was one of the first ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. so I chose my little Totodile, and uh, that's cynical. I didn't choose him. And then went on my merry way, uh, catching little animals and throwing my balls at their face. Um, fun game. And as a massive uh, Kanto uh, nerd, so Gen 1, uh, the second game is better. <laughs> like, sorry, the, the second game is So which region is it? This is uh, Johto. Johto. Pokemon so Johto. You've got to go around and... Uh, you've played this uh, on Soul Silver. It's the same game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I have. Because, yeah, mm. I did Soul Silver. Yeah, with... Um, oh, what was the bloody... Lugia. Yep, thank you. Whereas I'm Hawker playing Lugia. Gold, so that is... Um, uh, uh, oh, Anyway, um, these games you can still buy on your 3DS if you still have your 3DS. They're about $16 in the eShop. Um, and well worth your time because they're really, can... really good good renditions, and you can trade up your Pokemon to um, the Pokemon bank system. $16, you say? Yeah. Uh, You could go to a local retailer and get gold or silver or crystal for $13 each. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Maybe I got the price wrong. Maybe. But yeah, you can get download codes or whatever and get it. And it's a really good faithful rendition. They look good. They're fun games. They're fun to play on there. I'm never going to buy the physical copies because they're going to be ridiculously expensive 13 bucks is not that's nothing i'd spend 13 bucks on a coffee and a well, croissant i'm very very tempted when i've got a little bit more money because they've got a whole heap of the old game boy games on the ds store yeah and just, i really just want to go and just buy them all yeah just right. to have them all there and like, all there's cheap? some ridiculous games like five ten bucks each that's cheap um they've got a lot of super nintendo games on there as well uh, so, you know, why the Switch isn't being the best. Like, if I was traveling now, mm-hmm. like if I was off to Japan again, honestly, I reckon I might take my DS rather than take my Switch. Really? With all the SNES and NES games that are on your Switch? Yeah. 
the the DS has actual SNES and NES games I really actually want to play. Like it has Street Fighter 2010 on it. That that's a game that is actually part of the Street Fighter series. Oh. You ever heard of that? No. Street Fighter 2010. Uh, when did play, it get released? It's a platformer. Oh, back in uh, early 90s. Um, it came out after Street Fighter 2. Never Street heard Fighter of it. One. one of the two. Anyway, uh, you play as Ken, uh, who's a cyborg now. Uh, cool. It's a side-scrolling platformer, and huh. you have to defeat robots. You know what I found there was a side-scrolling platformer of yesterday, and I didn't realize? What's that? Mirror's Edge. Has nothing to do with Game Boys, but... Something, it was a tidbit of information that I I found yesterday. Well, Sorry. We, we do love tidbits. Uh, <laughs> Brayden. Hello. What have you been playing? Um, so I just picked up Pokemon Snap. Hey. And we've all heard about Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap's great. We love Pokemon Snap. I want to bring to your attention a game that has popped up on my radar recently. And it is satisfying as hell. <laughs> it's, the, it's the most chill game ever. And I wanted to introduce everyone... It's a power wash simulator. What? So you legitimately have a high pressure hose? You have a high pressure hose with different functions and different settings. And you get jobs where you go to clean a car, a house, <laughs> a backyard, a playground, all this stuff. And it's just the most satisfying game ever. Brayden, I've got a car out there that can really <laughs> use a power wash if you want some real life I've VR I haven't used a pressure experience. washer since I was like, maybe like 15. And they're fun to use. So like three years ago. <laughs> a little, more or less. But um, yeah, I've been, I've been absolutely all over this game. It's great fun. Why really. does it look like it's getting dirtier? Because it, it's, it's wet and then it dries. This is amazing. Huh? Technology, <laughs> am I right? What a twist. We've come so far. Is um, that DLC? So, oh yeah, no. Nah. Uh, well, I was going to say, um, someone else uh, who my... Girlfriend was watching play it. Um, they said, "Oh, it's not. It's not real enough. It doesn't have runoff. It doesn't have water runoff. <laughs> so it's not like you start from the top and then the water runs down. Lame. So not realistic enough. But they uh, could get DLC and it could be downloadable cleaning. Leg leg true. Legitimately, uh, my girlfriend and I are like, "Yep, this is. We're just going to get this because it's great for anxiety. It's just. <laughs> it's so calm. It's great. What else can you clean other than the doghouse?" Uh, so I was going to say, this is one section of the backyard. The backyard actually becomes this whole space. Um, like you see how filthy this house is. They're un unwarrantedly filthy. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about this game. For what have they done worry. to make that house that filthy, but the grass is still very well kept? I know, right? It also walks this line of being like hyper-realistic while also being really cartoony. I don't know. It's yeah, weird, look at, but it's satisfying. Look at the tread pattern on that step. It's, it's that was unreal. Great. I love it. <laughs> It's it's so uh, it's just so calming. I love it. I highly recommend everyone go check it out. I'm not going to talk about this game for anymore. I'm not going to check it out. I, re I refuse to wash my car. Why would I waste my time in virtual reality? I'm somewhat intrigued. That Maybe game makes me angry. Anyway, a game that doesn't make me angry is a little game that we and the rest of the world like to call Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Yes. I almost said Zero West. Then. I, I thought, no, do that's, it that's all the time, nearly every um, day. We had a state of play. We actually haven't had uh, been able to talk about it because it came out during our off season. Our off season. Yeah, <laughs> last yeah, week. Off week and a half. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Floppy, did you watch the state of play? What did you think? I watched it afterwards. I didn't get up at six o'clock in the morning and watch it. I thought this looked great and I cannot wait. It is exactly what I want my sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn to look like. Yeah. And they appear to have added 
to it in ways that I think is going to be really, really cool. Like the whole underwater stuff looks amazing. Yep. Um, the robot dinosaurs look awesome. The, oh, the robot dinosaurs always look awesome. But like, yeah. I got a, a I like really the, good, during this state of play, a really good look at what are the Dinonychus that were in the first one that are also in this one? The ones? The raptors. Actually, oh, the stri striders? Yes, stalkers? Yes, 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 stalkers. stalkers? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, and this one, like, I don't know, because I was I watched the 4K replay mm -hmm. IGN put up, and I've got a, a 4K TV. And yes, yeah, this part here where you actually see a really close-up uh, view of the chainsaws in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Underneath is so cool. Yeah, yeah that is amazing, isn't it? Look, this, this bit here where it looks at it, and, oh... Um, so cool, so so cool. They are actually a different. They're a different. Look at the first one. First one just had the eyes. Yeah, oh, really? It just had they an eye socket. One eye. Whereas these ones are actually more like raptors. So yeah, it just had like one single eye socket thing in the front. Yeah, just With the, the designs look fantastic. It's just brilliant. Yeah, I heard some rubbish about people going on about a design. I don't yeah. actually look into. I didn't read it. Don't. Good. Is no. it just the internet being dicks? It's it's misogynistic dickheads thinking they know better. I think it looks. Unreal. I think Aloy looks fantastic. Yep. I love the... Look at her hair. Yep. I like the slight color change in the palette. Like the I love how lush everything looks. Yeah. Like you're in a tropical environment. Um, and like, spoiler alert for the first game, we all know that this is a thousand years of our Earth after an apocalypse. Yeah. And this um, is six months later in the game. Yeah, yeah. So it? she's in a different area. Uh, you, you see the San Francisco Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge in here, like just in, in tattered and overgrown with plants. Um, I really just personally love seeing um, nature taking back industrialized zones or, or zones. So this aesthetic is really, really appealing to me. This is one of the uh, one of my favorite sort of game settings that I've had in probably the last 10 years. It's also what I really liked about Last of Us mm. is the whole world coming back and, and seeing our world that's the, like decrepit and... and now we saw just before Crumbling. there um, Aloy scanning and then little things coming up showing mm. where you can climb. And this is how they um, out Breath of the Wild it. So instead of the Breath of the Wild where you can just climb everything, which was one of the big things that uh, the two games, Breath of the Wild and the first Horizon Zero Dawn were compared against was mm. that in um, yeah Breath of the Wild you just climb everywhere. This one they've seemed to have taken their, their um, idea of that but then change it to... That's a giant alligator. That's, That's cool. great. Um, yeah, you can climb in certain areas, which is not climb everywhere. It's still sort of like leading you on a path, but the options there as well. Yeah, I, I think it's cool. I think it's, an, like I said, it's one of those things that they've improved on. I think it's just worked really, really well. Um, what did you think of the uh, the glider? Oh, yeah. Speaking of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you mean the Fortnite collaboration? Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking an idea from something. And utilizing it because it's a good idea. I think it's great. Well, it, it they called it the shield. So is it a energy shield as well as a glider? It looks like it. I couldn't quite. Tell. I don't think we saw a user as a shield, but it looks like it would be that kind of a thing. She like if she held it out in front she of it. She didn't use it as a shield, but I assume that's something that you will be able to do. Well, I mean, that's what I picked up from it. Yeah. Yeah. And that'd be really cool. I'd really, really like that. Uh, what did we think of the stealth tactics? Um, like it looked very much Last of Us Two when she went up in that encampment and had those three enemies, and she sort of stealthed up to them and took them each out. Like, I mean, I did that kind of stuff in the first game. Yeah, I think that was very like it, that comes across from what the gameplay of the first game was like. It was very much it like you could go in and just like beat the crap out of a bunch of these robo dinos. 
but you could also like you were encouraged to sneak around in the tall grass lay traps and do all this different stuff tactically to take on these big dudes and then like set everything off all at once so i did it more like that when i was coming up against the encampments in the first game i would lure people out and take them out one by one yeah yeah Um, and that's what i saw them showing sort of there but using it in a different way i think so Mm. yeah i think it's just more of the same sort of thing it was just Oh, see her hair come through her uh, shoulder then? We'll just ignore that. The hair's tricky. It's still tricky. Leave them alone. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, there was a point I wanted to bring up that I can't remember now, but um, sorry, I'll, I'll remember it eventually. I am actually determined to buy a new TV before this comes out so that I can fully appreciate this game and all of its wonder. Yeah. Because I currently am still running a 1080p TV. I don't have a 4K TV. But now I have a PS5 and a Series X. And it's kind of ridiculous that I don't. Yeah. I really like... We can see here Aloy's sneaking around in the red grass, um, which is her stealth cover. I like the way that you can understand why they wouldn't see her there. But you can also clearly see her there. Yeah. It has that little bit of realism to it that I I really think is quite good as well. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. This is coming out on the PS4 as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's just going to have a lower frame weight and not look as uh, graphically impressive. But that blows me away and also makes me chuckle because Sony went on, went on about, oh, we believe in generations. <laughs> it's just releasing everything on oh, their uh, player base that has 20 million consoles. There's Well, that's just good business, isn't it? It is. That's, it'd be silly not to. Um, they'd be really shooting themselves in their foot if they did not release on the PS4. Mm. Um, now, what did we think of no release date being announced? Uh, I'm not surprised. I think they're going to release the. I think they're going to do the release date for E3. I think they wanted to get this out to get people hyped, mm-hmm. and then no release date means people are going to watch their presentation around E3 to get one. Right. Funny you should say that because we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on in our E3. Are we? We are. But what about the um, release? The press release from Herman uh, Herman Holtz during the week stating that there is no guarantee that this will be released in 2021. I've actually got the quote here. Yep. Um, so basically, the article goes on about how the pandemic has limited mocap actors and studios and mm-hmm. their access to them. And Herman Holst says, For Horizon, we think we are on track to release this holiday season, but that isn't quite certain yet. And we're working as hard as we can to confirm that uh, to confirm to you that as soon as possible. I think we'll definitely see it. Definitely. I think, I, 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 look, I, I might be wrong. It's okay. I don't work for them. I don't know. But I definitely think we'll see it. I think they can't really afford not to. But I think we're going to see a lot more statements like this ever since Cyberpunk. Just people covering their butts. Yeah, good. We don't want another Cyberpunk. As they should. No one should feel obligated to release something or be forced to release something that's not done. So I think we'll see more and more people making statements like this just in case. Mm -hmm. And and cool. So they should because if they can't release it. Oh, I love this thing, by the way. Um, if they can't release it, don't. And don't feel obligated because you told someone a date that you have to. Mm. Uh, Brayden, Yo. what were your overall thoughts? Um, I was going to say, I'm very impressed by everything going on here. It's more Horizon and I'm very excited about that. Um, on the contention of like it not having a release date at the end of it, I'm perfectly fine with that. Honestly, I want us to move towards actually, we don't need release dates super far out. We can have windows and that's fine. And it gives team creative teams that ability to work around what they need to do. They can delay it. They can push it back. They can do whatever the hell they want. When it comes down to it, that's what they do. And they're allowed to do that. And people getting angry about that is ridiculous. 
And yeah. I, I'm all for, like, I liked when they, like, announced Fallout 4 and then it was coming out in, like, three months. And I'm surprised that the industry didn't turn to do more of that. But we could start to see more of that coming up with people actually, you know, not being as locked into a release date down the line. It'd be interesting to see. Something Nintendo does, I think, really, really well. Shadow drop. Like they, not even shadow drop. They just come out and say, yeah, and this will be out in two months' time. Like um, uh, Super Mario Golf. Yeah. Yeah, they just make sure they they have it ready to go and then announce it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit harder for, obviously, PlayStation and Xbox because I I feel there are a lot more expectations on them because they're the serious game companies. I can't imagine what their board of directors is like. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Nintendo being a privately owned company obviously has a little bit of leeway. Um, Yeah, obviously they've got shareholders. They need, like, Sony and Xbox. um, It's the goo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, have uh, obvious expectations to meet. So they do need to uh, release these um, projections and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I agree with Braden. Maybe maybe we can just all relax a little bit. I think yeah. Kari Barlog's got the right attitude. Whenever someone complains about God of War 2 release date, he just tweets, oh, when it's ready. Yeah. When it's ready. Correct. No, shut up. Um, something that's going to be ready rather soon as well is all the Sonic games that have come out. We also had a stream about uh, that little blue hedgehog who likes to run fast and play with tails. And knuckles. Uh, that's right. Sonic Colors and is... And Misty. Who? The pink-haired girl. Oh, okay. Uh, Sonic Colors Amy. is getting a remastered. and that Amy, can... not Misty. It, you're thinking Pokemon. That's Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sonic Colors is getting a remaster for all uh, systems. We're also getting a game called Sonic Origins. Uh, we this can see on the screen now. <laughs> yes, Braden, go for it. This is my favorite announcement. It's Tokyo 2020, like their Olympics game, but you could just wear a Sonic costume. Yep. And it's my favorite thing in the world because it looks so stupid because it's clearly a costume. It's great. I highly recommend. You can also be a spaceman. Yeah. No, I think bro? Sonic looks better. Look at him, Brad. <laughs> so good. I like that it's just sped up human movement, <laughs> not so Sonic good. movement. And at the end of that stream, we also had an announcement of a new Sonic game that's currently in development, which is rumoured uh, to be coming out in 2022. Uh, heavily rumoured to be, and again, these are rumours, uh, heavily rumoured to be an open world adventure called Sonic Rangers. Ooh, how do you feel about that, Ben? Sonic Being open Rangers. world, going for like such a big change in Sonic game. Well, I don't know. I mean, they worked when Metroid Prime went first person. Mm. I remember people were not confident that it would be a good game, and they were proven very, very wrong. I'm not particularly worried too much about other people. I'm just curious about your personal opinion. Would you play a open world Sonic game? I would Sonic never game? play a Sonic game. I was wondering if it was He's the one that would there. tip you over to playing a Sonic game. No, uh, Sonic games do not appeal to me in any way. Let me rephrase the question. Brayden, <laughs> how do you feel about an open world Sonic game? Will you play that? It's interesting. It would get me closer to it. Um, it like I, The Sonic games don't really call out to me that much. I had Sonic Heroes on the PS2 and Sonic Unleashed with the, Ooh, the werewolf Sonic, which was weird as hell. Um, yeah, that's really my only, uh, my only association with Sonic. I, I it, hey, if it looks good, might get me into it. Never yeah. know. I like the movie. I'm keen to play the Colors Remastered. That looks bonkers. It, it looks does absolutely look bonkers. insane. I mean, these Sonic games all look 
absolutely insane. But I, I, I don't know how to keep track of what's going on on the screen. Yeah, too fast. Yeah, I have trouble with Smash Brothers. <laughs> Talking of Smash Brothers, brothers who also like to smash, uh, like... Um, that is the worst segue. Wow, you could have, you could have said stop. Smash Brothers is on this console. Oof. Uh, Super Nintendo Switch Pro uh, is heavily rumored to be announced before E3. Uh, personally, I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, yeah, uh, there was a listing on Mexican Amazon site before it was taken down very, very quickly. Uh, there was also a listing on a French game site, which has a Nintendo Switch Pro listed at 399 euro. That has got to be wrong. Which is around 620 Australian dollars. Uh, to put that in some kind of perspective... A PS5 digital is five ninety nine over here, <laughs> so it's more than a PS5 digital version if you can find one. Uh, They're not too hard. All right, so floppy, you mentioned that that's insane. What makes you think that that price is um, I, way too out there for me personally, or just why I think it's actually not a thing? Oh, both. Go for it. Okay, so um, normal normal switch four sixty nine RAM. Sure. So this was. From what we assume, this is going to be just an upgraded screen and the dock is going to do 4K, but everything else is going to be the same? No, they're, they're changing around some of the internals to um, get do we know that? the chip issue as well. Yeah, they're getting an, the NVIDIA um, is getting an upgrade yeah. as well. Do we think it's going to be uh, 200 extra dollars worth? Well, you're forgetting the um, well-known economic... Uh, because Nintendo. Because Nintendo, <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's real. The other thing that gets me is the name. Yeah. Well, we don't uh, know what it's called yet. That's right. So the name that's on there sounds like a made-up name that a that a company may have put in there as a placeholder thing for something they think they might get. Well, see, this is the other thing. Braden, can you go to the other image that's there uh, in the run sheet that has the, the skew that someone's made? Now, how hard are these skews to make? It's a number. It's just a made-up number. It's just like you, you can just make up a, a number and put it in the system. What is it, a six-digit six number? Something like that. Yeah, that's just a number. So you don't think this is legit? This could be pretty easily faked. Yeah, I'm not even suggesting it's a fake. I think what they things the things might be is companies getting ready in anticipation for an announcement and putting stuff into their systems so that when they actually get information, they can just plug it in. Okay. That's what I think it is. Right. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I see stuff like that and I see that name that come up, like the Super Switch Pro Machine Doodah. I'm like, it doesn't sound like something that Nintendo would call it. Are you kidding me? You're t this is the company that came up with the new Nintendo 3DS. It new Nintendo 3DS Plus. Let me rephrase it. It doesn't sound like something they do again. <laughs> new oh. Super Switch Plus Pro. <laughs> so it, Floppy, it, you had the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. Then you had the, the Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment, Entertainment System. System. Yeah, Super Switch Pro. Um, I'm hoping that's not what the Nintendo would call it. <laughs> and I think it's just companies getting their systems ready for a possible announcement. And then staff taking photos and putting it out there as a joke. Well, on the announcement side of things, what would be the advantage, do you think, of announcing a Nintendo Switch Pro before E3? Before E3? I mean, mm. apart from the fact that you're going to... Well, I don't think there is an advantage to announcing it before. Oh, there is. Oh, baby, is there. I mean, everyone's going to watch anyway. No, no. So, all right. All right, hit me with some knowledge. Not knowledge. Hit me Far with some knowledge. Hit me with <laughs> some, <laughs> no me with some uh, well thought out uh, um, discussion. In products. my opinion, uh, you announce it before E3 yeah. because you want to own the conversation. If you announce something during E3. True. Like, okay, yeah. Fair you call. get lost in, in, like, even if it is a, a big, huge thing like a new Nintendo console. 
there's other things going on. There's other companies bringing out their A-game type things and you you don't have the impact that you wanted. You know, mum and dad don't know that a new Switch Pro is coming out because it got buried under all yeah, these other no, headlines. Cool. That makes sense. It also gives an advantage to third-party games to push Ooh. their games that have been developed for this new Switch Pro. Which they can't do until it's announced. Correct. So it gives them an opportunity to have something in E3 and be a part of that conversation, whereas they may not have usually. So mm. for the third-party games, it actually gives them an opportunity to uh, have a, uh, more eyes on their game as opposed to... Yeah, that makes sense. Beforehand. All right, you hear here first, folks. Ben confirming the Super Switch Pro <laughs> Mega, right. Mega Deluxe. <laughs> Brayden, what do you think? I am interested to see what comes of the next couple of days uh i doubt that would be the case um well the rumors had it uh being announced uh pro about 12 hours ago okay okay it wasn't uh well time zones ben time zones no you no that, that was taking about, the time no, zones you learn about time zones time is different in different places you learn that in school no it takes um, the same amount of time in every place don't worry oh 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 okay well uh that's my theory busted I got a question for you. Yo. If we up, if they're updating the switch, do you think they'll do anything with the switch light? Uh, continue to sell it. New Super Switch Light Pro. Or just try and sell it. <laughs> it's not been selling too well, has it? The switch light becomes just the old switch. Yeah. So look, I mean, the, the switch light, light version is cool. I understand why they did it. I personally think. Why would you go there for an extra hundred bucks? You get one that does both of the things. Yep. As opposed, like if it was, if the switch was just on the TV, and then you got a switch light for portable, like sure it makes sense. But the whole point of the switch is you can do both anyway. Mm. Yeah, I don't seems know. weird. Well, that's the know. whole idea of it being called switch because you switch between them. Exactly. Speaking of switching between things, Dialga and and Palkia. Jesus, Ben. Pokemon release. Pokemon. Uh, so yeah, the Pokemon replays, uh, replays, the remakes have been announced for Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon Pearl. Yeah. Uh, those games are coming out November nineteen. Uh, who called that? That's me. This guy. Who called it as not coming out this year? That guy right there, sitting next to me. Who picked it as a counterpicking fantasy critic? <laughs> oh, this guy. Uh, and Legend of Arceus, or whatever it's called, is Arceus out. Or Arceus. Arceus is out on January 22nd, which is really cool and leads into a theory that I have. That's really soon. Like, I was not expecting that. I was expecting maybe April. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be January. It's like the first month of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said early, but I, for yeah. me, early is, yeah, March. It's like March. March is early. Because who no, releases in April and February? Exactly. So my not theory Nintendo. is because Arceus is the sort of the third type Pokemon um, from Diamond and Pearl. He's the god of all Pokemon. What well, they... Sorry, my Pokemon oh. don't have genders. The legendary Pokemon, as my daughter tells me. Um, so my theory is they're going to, like they did with Amiga Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they'll tack something onto the end of the remakes of Diamond and Pearl, which will lead you into a quest with Arceus, who will take you back in time to uh, the uh, Legend of Arceus uh, open world RPG, where you have to complete some tasks there. So it'll, games will actually tie in together and talk to each other. The What, Diamond and Pearl? No, Diamond and Pearl. They're, they're we'll essentially talk the same game. Okay. So is this like when they did Platinum? No. Okay. I'm lost. No, I so, mean, uh, this is. Arceus is an open world RPG. Yep. I know that much. Yep. So yeah. you're not following uh, a path. Yep. But what uh, I'm saying is the story wise. Like, sto oh, story wise. Sorry. 
Like, how is it connecting to Diamond and Pearl story-wise? They haven't revealed. This is my theory. That I there can is a see your theory, though, because okay. the character designs are very similar to the designs of the characters in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the same as every single... Generation. No, but, like, <laughs> specifically, they look like the ones from Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, I just think that there is there is definitely going to be a crossover there. And you saw at the end of Amiga Ruby Alpha Sapphire... Oh, Jesus, I can't talk more than usual. Um, they had that uh, the Delta episode which is where there was an asteroid coming down to the planet and you had to fight... Um, you're pointing. Why are you Did pointing? you just stealth attack a Pokemon? Yeah, that's what you have to do in Arceus. Uh, you, you fought Rayquaza and then the asteroid blew up and then you flew Rayquaza up there and it was... Uh, it was um, not Detox, whatever his name is. One of the... One of, one of the legendary Pokemon. Deoxys. That's Juice him. T Detox. Juice Detox. Yes, Detox. Isn't that a cleaning fluid? I'm going to call him Detox. Uh... <laughs> There's also been rumors that when we see the Pokemon uh, stuff, either, probably during E3 week, which will be next week, uh, that there has been a big graphical update to both games. Which, of course it was. like People were complaining about uh, Arceus looking barren and whatnot. They were always going to improve it more. They had more than enough time. Oh, heaps. We probably will saw a very early build there. It'll be a lot better, I, I firmly believe. And plus, I really like the design of like the chibi diamond and pearl game because it was very reminiscent of what the cartoony games looked like back on my old DS. Uh, Brendan, what do you think about Pokemon? I like Pokemon. I like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. I'm good. Very, very keen for more. Good. Good. That's, that's good. E3! Jesus. Where? It's time for E3. That's oh. right. It's that time for E3 time. <laughs> we love E3. We oh, love E3. E3's a great... Yeah, we missed out on it last year because of the ongoing glowing bar glowing bastard. You are fucked up it'd be, tonight. It'd be you? a lot better if it was glowing, <laughs> but going. Uh, so we have here the uh, three picks each for each of the main companies who are showcasing at E3. Um, well, I say show. Sony's doing something. During that time period. During that time period. So we got three for Nintendo, three for Microsoft slash Bethesda, Three for uh, Sony because they're going to come something. And then three for uh, others who aren't within that group. So we're talking about Ubisoft. We're Did talking we? about Yeah, yeah. We, we should have. Shit. <laughs> and as we do every year, this will be for points. We have three guesses and you get one point for every one that you get right. Half a point for one that you get half right. And then zero points if you get it completely wrong. Now, I've wanted to add a little bit more spice to this year. Now... Uh, Hack the Dino listeners and viewers may be aware that we've got a little thing called the Fantasy Critic. Now, we have a Fantasy Critic with some of our Patreons over at our Patreon Discord, uh, but we also have one just between the three hosts, Floppy Braden and I. And what I'm suggesting to you is that whoever wins E3 gets to steal one of the titles from another host's Fantasy one Critic. One other or both other? One. Just, just one. Pick one title. So, for example... Total. If Floppy wins the E3 competition by guessing more things correctly... Prob's not going to happen. You he see. can then look at my fantasy critic and go, hey, Breath of the Wild 2 got announced at E3 and it's coming out this year. Ben's got Breath of the Wild 2. Hey, Ben, I'm taking Breath of the Wild 2. And then that adds on to your fantasy critic score for the end of the year. I'd like to point out that I picked that as a counterpick as not coming out this year. Okay, well, that's... We're not so there yet. All right, it might be one... Down. No, no, I'm saying... Calm so down, negative Nancy. Whoa, whoa, I'm saying it might be a very good idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, hey Braden. 
Yes. Oh, good. Here is. Sorry, I have to. I'm setting stuff up, and then I also have to actively unmute myself <laughs> and not die as well. Hi, what's up, Ben? You you down for that? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> he has no idea. Sweet. Cool. I no, it's whole, You've it's just whole, agreed whole, to buy coffees and pizza for us every uh, week. The whole stealing a fantasy critic thing. Okay, sweet. We're going to do it. All right, let's kick it off with Nintendo. All right, so my first pick for Nintendo is that Nintendo 64 for Nintendo Online will be released with Banjo-Kazooie and one of the first... Uh, what have I written here? Will be one of the first games released in a deal with Microsoft. Um, this game's already been up. That's not... Banjo Kazooie, but oh well. I give you the hot tip: none of it's been Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading. Uh, Banjo Kazooie's already already been upraised for Rare Replay, uh, and I think with the lovey-dovey relationship that Microsoft's got with Nintendo, I'm pretty certain if they can clear some licenses, we might see Nintendo 64 games announced at E3. I think it's a fair bet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you'll get Goldeneye. <laughs> well, I think I mean, the licensing is too far up the wazoo there, but things like yeah. this that Microsoft's already got. Plus, we played. Uh, I played Goldeneye the other week with some friends. Oh boy, that is not a good game. <laughs> it is hard to play, isn't it, it? It's like yeah, you don't have um, you, you strafe with the four oh, yellow yeah. controllers. We it's, have um, progressed in controllers very much. So great for the time, but it, it's. Better off left in the past. All right, so my first, uh, my first Nintendo pick is a little bit of an obvious one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that we're going to get a Switch Pro date announced at E3. At E3. Okay, so that's. I'm calling it at E3. At E3. Yes, okay. I'll I'll take that because I hadn't written that, but I will. Mm-hmm. I said at E3, but I'm going to say it's not going to really be released until 2022. Right. So in order to get your full point, you have to get those two things right. Correct. I may have shot myself in the foot. Correct. Yes, but I'm okay. I'm in it for the fun, not for winning. <laughs> we know. Otherwise, you would have maybe won something in your life. In the last two years. Yep. Uh, okay, so mine's Nintendo 64 games for Nintendo Online, with Banjo-Kazooie being one of the first games. See, I was detailed there. You this were. is why I never won against Dan, because I always went Dan, detailed. Dan would go, a game's going to come out, and I'm going to like it. Or he'll use insider information, which you're not supposed to do. Hmm. Brayden, what's your first Nintendo pick? So, my first pick, I know it's it's a big controversial one. <laughs> They're going to uh, reveal more colors for the Joy-Cons <laughs> slash designs for the Joy-Cons slash the Switch Lite. You can well, really tell you work for Dan, can't you? I know what's you up. You get half a point if that comes along. <laughs> no. If there is a new color or new design on any of the Switch stuff... That's me. I'm kind of hoping there's not because they've already announced the Skyward Sword ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that'd be the it Fortnite the ones that uh, are coming out. Is that now? That, did that go with the Fortnite console? No, there's Fortnite ones coming out, I believe, wow. this week or next week. Okay. All right. Second round. I'm going to keep track of all these as well. <coughs> okay. My second pick is the next Smash character will be revealed. And that character will be everyone's favorite purple dragon. Not Palkia, Puff. but Spyro. Oh. That's right, the little purple man dragon thing with the horns is going to be flying into our hearts like cholesterol. <laughs> Jesus, someone's been eating too many hot chips. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep, so that's my pick. Floppy, what's your second pick? My second pick. Can I amend it to be not so specific? No, it has to be specific. Damn so. it. All right. Fuck it. I'm going specific. <laughs> I pick uh, for an announcement of Detective Pikachu number two. Game or movie? Game. Okay. 
First one being out in the 3DS. See, I gave you an out there. You could have said, oh, both. No, I know, but I'm not that kind of guy. I'm going to stick to my what I've said. All right. Uh, but not just the not just the game. It's mm. also going to come with another thirty dollar or plus amiibo. Right, they're going to hide something behind a paywall with that. I one believe well. so. Like you get a special Pokemon. I've got the Pika, uh, Detective Pikachu amiibo. It's huge. Yeah, and it's cool. And I think they're going to do it again. They've done it with uh, Skyward Sword, and it worked well. That no, thing, well, that remains to be seen. Well, the thing's sold. Like the Joy-Con? No, not the Joy-Con. The the amiibo, the Lost Wing yep. amiibo. <sighs> Ryan well, Reynolds looks really want young in this game. Sorry, Braden? Ryan Reynolds looks really young in this game. <laughs> well, that <laughs> just, was worth I just it. got that. Uh, Braden, <laughs> what's your uh, third pick? So, second pick. My second pick is um, now we saw a logo years ago. Mm hmm. And I think Nintendo are going to go, hey, we want to let you all know that this logo, there's a game <laughs> behind it. Um, I Bayonetta think, 3. I think we're finally, finally going to get a look at Metroid. <laughs> finally. Do you mean a new Something, logo? Anything. It could be uh, a new logo. So you, you think a new Metroid game? I think they're going to actually show some of Metroid Prime 4. No, you said Metroid, no Prime. Technicality, I'm holding you to that. You said Metroid, <laughs> no Metroid Prime. Okay, Give kinda, him the number that four. That kind of gives me more odds of getting it. No, because if Metroid Prime's revealed, you don't get it. Doesn't it all fall under the umbrella of Metroid? It's all a no. Metroid game. Nope, nope. We're playing by Braden versus the World Rules. I need the exact title. <laughs> Braden like versus by the World rules. rules at this point. <laughs> Braden versus the World Rules also means it'll suit whatever Ben wants it to suit at that time. That's right. <laughs> Whoever needs to win will win. That's yeah. right. <laughs> okay, my third and final pick for Nintendo. <laughs> and uh, let, let me just say, I've chosen this. I don't necessarily believe this. <laughs> you want it. But I really need it to happen in order to win the Fantasy Critic. Uh, so, I picked that Breath of the Wild 2 will be announced with a November release to go alongside the previously announced Switch Pro. Uh, it will be enhanced on Switch Pro, but will also be playable on the regular Switch. I, ben, I, you've been reading The Secret, haven't you? It's the, all about putting putting what you want out into the world. No, I... I, I that, yeah, I guess, but I've not been reading that horrible book. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, know so, that book is. Why don't you think this is coming out floppy? I didn't think it at first, um, and now I think it probably will, but I don't want it to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> why do you think it will? Uh, I think it's going to come out in November. Like you've said, I think you're probably right because they need that one big thing at the end of the year. November yeah. or December. Yeah, yeah. it was Because the Pokemon games are Pokemon remakes. Yes. And They're remakes not a... never sell as well as the they next don't. game in the series. So I think it will... But I don't want it to because <laughs> of Fantasy Critic. <laughs> I uh, think it'll be there end of the year, either November or December, like I, the Smash was when Smash came out in December. Yeah, I personally think that um, Breath of the Wild 2, they already have the assets built. They already have the game engine built. Like, you're just sort of... I, I mean, I'm not a game developer. I don't know what goes into it. Obviously, a lot of hard work goes into it. And of course, the uh, pandemic has made things a lot, lot harder. But... Majora's Mask, and okay, all right, it's completely different, but Majora's Mask was pumped out in 11 months because they just reused all the same assets and made it a yeah, smaller game. how much game. crunch was involved in that too? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there, but Probably I know Majora's Mask is better than Ocarina of Time. The other thing, the, what, or the thing that does make me think it'll be next year is I think they will time it with the Switch Pro and uh, it'll be next year. I, th yep. I think it'll be next year. You think you still think it'll be next year? Yep. Well, 
That, that's my pick. All right, Floppy, what's your last pick for Nintendo? My last pick for Nintendo is that Nintendo's presentation, I'll stick to my original writing, even though it's going to stick, will end. They always do that. Oh, and one last thing, mm-hmm. and it will end on just a Mario Kart logo. A Mario Kart logo we haven't seen before. We're going to get a GIF? A GIF? A GIF. I'm pretty sure it's called GIF. Really? No. Okay, good. Um. Yeah, so possible we're probably due for one even if they get every single like do a mario kart ultimate and do every single character and every single um like a smash brothers yeah i don't think they'll do that no i think we'll get a new mario it's been a while since we've had a new one this is the wii u yeah yeah and And it's still the highest when you think about it everyone's bought this now so how did he finish that so it, it doesn't really like they're not going to sell anymore because they've already sold all of them. Exactly. Yeah, I, I that's a pretty good call actually, and so, I can see it being the one last the, thing. There you go. They always do that. Oh, and just before we go, there's that one last thing, and they'll show a logo, and I think it'll just fade in and out logo. Right. You don't think we'll get any more than that? I think we'll get a logo. So if we get more than that, if we get actual gameplay, <laughs> I think we'll get at least a logo. <laughs> yeah. I like the addition of at least. That's good. <laughs> All right, Braden, your last pick. All right, so my last pick. It's a bit of an out there one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to warn everyone of that. Okay. Um, I will... <laughs> I'll read my wording directly good. as I bring up a pick. Please do. Please do. Can you do it in Vincent Price's voice? Vincent Price is... Vincent Price. Oh my God, no. Okay. Doug Bowser will emerge from the depths of hell holding the severed head of Reggie as a sacrifice for Phil Spencer. So you went Vincent Price as voiceover guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vincent Price is Doug Bowser. I think he will have returned the head of Nintendo to Nintendo and give it to Xbox instead. Ooh. Ooh. It's a big call. Big call, big call. But if that, hey, if that gotta, happens... you got to be in it to win it. Two points for Brayden. <laughs> yeah, double points, man. Double that's, points. that's not fair. One point. <laughs> no, double points. No. Um, because it's got a pun as well. All right, two points. The return of the head of the Nintendo. Yeah, two, two you gotta, points. You gotta, I, was pretty, I was pretty proud of that one. Thank I you. I like a good pun. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to Microsoft and Bethesda, the other company. It's also scheduled to have a big p- party. Uh, my first pick is that Kojima's new game will be revealed and it will be an Xbox exclusive. Now, there have been rumors about this, but nothing official. But I think he's going to be out there on the Xbox stage again, doing his wave, being all charismatic in Kojima, and I'm going to cry a lot. Thoughts? Uh, possible. Possible? I don't know if it's possible this year. What, what do you mean? Well, how much time is there always between Kojima's stuff? I'm not saying the game. It's just an announcement. Okay. And an announcement could be just Kojima going, hello, I'm developing a game on Xbox. Thank you. Give me my check. Thank <laughs> you. On stage. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my check. I thank you. Phil Spencer uh, his That would be very interesting. I'd be kind of surprised, I guess. But, uh, hmm. Mm. I don't know what mm. else to think about that one. No? Well, don't. Just, just sit back and let Kojima uh, captivate you. And, and invade you and, and creep in like a virus and just destroy your brainstem. 
What's your first pick for Microsoft slash Bethesda Flopper? My first pick is a pretty obvious one, I think. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a Halo shaker showcase because mm-hmm. um, they need it. And a date for quarter four of this year. <laughs> Sorry, I've just read Brayden's pick. Yep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so yeah, uh, Halo showcase, date for quarter four, and a focus on the multiplayer because they need to tick all those boxes for this to, to work, and they need it to work. They really do. Yeah, no. They, it's, uh, their, it's their flagship. They need it to work. We've spoken about this numerous times, and I've said that uh, if this Halo isn't knocking the balls out of the park, that's it. Halo's dead. Mm-hmm. It, it's gone. They need this to win, which is why they delayed it. Again. And I think they will, and I think it will, and I think they do it well. That's why they delayed it. Yeah. Um, and I think it needs to come out at that point. Oh, totally. And I have no doubts that it won't. Like, oh, sorry, no doubts. So we just will. give me the point now? or um, No, we'll just hold off. We'll okay. see. We'll see. Okay, Brayden. Brayden, your first pick. Now, you did have a little bit of a giggle at it, but these are basically confirmed points. <laughs> if they are announcing the, any of these types of games, I have two words for you, my friend. Real car. <laughs> we will see a real car. There will not be a CG car in their presentation. It will be a real car. They may not have a stage like every other year, but there will be real car. <laughs> will a it be dri- that says hack the dino and under it just says real car. Real will it be driven? Or no, will it be stationary? It won't be driven. It will appear like any other E3 presentation from the ground, from being unveiled, from behind a turnstile. There will be real car. What color do you think this car will be? Oh man, they've already the done realest orange. color there is. <laughs> they've already done orange. Have we had a hot green one yet? Yes. Oh man, maybe a blue one. I don't know, <laughs> black maybe. Oh. I'm just trying to get you to nail a color because not nah, real car. <laughs> real car. Well, I don't know how we follow that up. Um, okay, so my next pick, following real car, is. Uh, uh, Starfield will be revealed. Trailer, possibly some gameplay with the 2022 launch window. Now, this game was, of course, a- announced at E3 in 2018 with just a little spackering of stars across the horizon and the logo popping up. Um, yeah, it, it, I think it's due. It's 2021. All right, it's been a global pandemic. Uh, just reading the chat, Triple India has said, I think if Xbox does get a Kojima <laughs> game exclusive, Ben needs to wear an Xbox shirt on the next stream. Sure, I don't have any Xbox shirts. I have a Kojima shirt though, so I'll wear that. Can I tell you a funny story about my place of work? Well, it better be funny. So we were all given, uh, where I work, an Xbox t-shirt, long sleeve, that has uh, all of the powers that bees. Um Gamer tags on mm-hmm. the sleeves mm-hmm. for everyone in the company. It was great. I didn't read the email properly, so it's got my PlayStation one on there. There's <laughs> <laughs> everyone else's Xbox gamer tags on there on an Xbox shirt. Has my PlayStation uh, name on there. Uh, See, so you should have said no. I just put my. Well, you are Xbox's biggest fan. All right, Floppy, what's your first uh, pick? Uh, my second pick for uh, yeah, <laughs> Microsoft slash Sorry, I'm just getting over a real car. <laughs> yeah. Real car. Real car. Real car. Real car. Real car smell. Real car. Uh, funny, speaking of real cars, uh, my first pick is that Forza Motorsport mm-hmm. will be announced for... Oh, fuck, I've done it again. September. 
<laughs> I've really locked myself in. September's mm. looking really good, according to you. I like it. It's my birthday. Uh, Forza Motorsport will get uh, announced for September, and Forza Horizon 5 will be teased for 2022. Um, do you want to read the little note that I left underneath that? You wrote, FYI... Forza Horizon 5 is very heavily rumoured to be announced if you want to include that. That's right. I handballed one off to Floppy. That was me handballing, by the way. That was a bit of a... Yeah, I was... (laughs) How do you handball? You've been watching the wrong game. (laughs) Real car. Real car. Real car. Um, I'm going to go with Forza Motorsport this year because I'm pretty sure the pattern is Motorsport Horizon off year. Mm Mm-hmm. Motorsport Horizon off year, I think. And we've had two off years with nothing new. Really? Yep. Last one was Horizon 4. Uh, what got delayed? Did, did Motorsport get delayed last uh, year? I don't think there was any announcement of a delay that I remember. No? Huh. Just not, not announced. One was delayed. This is me driving. Shit. All right, Braden, your other your, your second pick for Xbox. So my Bethesda. second pick for Xbesta. Um, we will see absolutely nothing of Elder Scrolls 6 but they will offhandedly mention that development is progressing so wow. if, we, if we see a if single see anything, frame if we see anything new of Elder no, Scrolls no, no. 6 if we, see, we anything, see nothing we see anything new of Elder Scrolls 6 nothing they have to mention it offhandedly though not as part of like a big So we're not thing. allowed to see anything, but they have to just go, oh yeah, and Elder Scrolls 6. As and they're walking off stage. Working. Oh, by the way. And we're still working on Elder Scrolls 6. Don't worry. Like, it'll be some bullshit like that. Bullshit. Real car. Real car. Real car. Oh, and Elder Scrolls 6, but whatever. All right. Uh, yep, cool. All right. My last pick for Xbox and Bethesda, Halo Infinite Take 2. That's right. New release date is announced for November in 2021, this time with graphics that don't look like butt. That was up to Mass Effect. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm pretty safe for that one. I think that's... Yes. Uh, I think you're weird. pretty safe. You, you, can, you can put that one down. Yep. I think we'll both get a tick on that one. There's our, our Craig, our good old Craig. Boy. Uh, floppy. My next one, also very specific. Uh, Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. Not anyone else. Only Phil Spencer. Only Phil Spencer. Yep. That's what I wrote. Uh, is going to hint at Xbox entering in some way the VR game, in spite of the fact that a couple of years ago they went, nah. Um, firstly, there's been rumors that Xbox are looking into VR. Uh, secondly, good. I like the idea that Phil Spencer comes out and says, yeah, we're doing VR. And then Floppy doesn't get the point because he said hint. <laughs> and Phil Spencer just comes out and says, yeah, we're doing it. That's not a hint. That's a statement. Technicalities, kids. Yeah, it makes you lots of friends. <laughs> Brayden. Sorry, I was still muted. Um, okay, so my, my third and final pick for Xbox and Bethesda. <laughs> Phil Spencer will accept the gift of Reggie's severed head. They will announce some form of official collaboration between Xbox and Nintendo. Lock it in, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Braden's been on fire this show. Thank you so much. You should get delusionally sick more often. Mate, I would be broke and die, but if I didn't have to be broke and die, I could do it all the time. 
Um, now, be- before we get into uh, Sony and the other people uh, picking their things, uh, I just want to mention this little bit of news that came up during the week, and that is E3 have announced they're doing their own award show. Uh, the official quote is, official E3 award show will happen on June 15th, the final day of, uh, of the E3 live show stream, with editors from IGN, GameSpot, PC Gamer, GamesRadar voting on winners. Uh, so... Uh, the ESA mentioned that they were going after some big changes to shake things up at E3. Is this it? Is, is oh, we got an awards show now. You know that Jeff Keighley guy who's got a, a thing the same time as our E3 thing? Well, we're going to do what he does best and put on an awards show. They, they already have that. Don't they have Judges Week so they can judge all the games? And that already happens. Yeah. There's yeah, Judges Week. That, like... E3, I, would, I wasn't even sure what is classified within E3 because there's like Summer Games Fest and there's all this other stuff. Like, what is E3 still? I personally, I mean, I know that E3 is that collection of uh, people and running a show, but I personally use the term E3 now as that time of year. Yeah. It's June. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's June, July. No, it's E3. Good way of, E3 time. Uh, it. It's, uh, it's become a time of year where things are announced. Yep. Not necessarily one specific event. Um, I know that's not true because E3 is actually like a, a copyrighted, what do they call it? A, a name yeah. for a thing, for a company, whatever. A do you know what it is? Conglomerate. Do you know what it isn't? What isn't it? It isn't a real car. <laughs> we have been Hack the Dino. This has been our Critical Path, where we talk to you about all the video games past, present, and future, and all the news that surrounds them. Uh, Floppy, what do you do when you're not talking about games and uh, doing the work that you can't talk about? Oh, you're sleeping. Batman. Just anything sleeping. else? Anything yeah, anything? look, I do have an Instagram. I've been a bit lazy on it lately. At Floppy Plays Glaze on Insta- Floppy Plays Games <laughs> on Instagram. Freudian slip. Uh, on Instagram, I haven't put anything up there for a little while, uh, but I have had a recent uh, influx of pickups, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a whole bunch of stuff up there like uh, soon. Cool, uh, Brayden. Yes, you can head on over. I'm pulling it up on the screen right now. Um, you can head on over to uh, Millennial Movie Talk, which is a podcast I do with my friends, um, where we talk about movies. Funnily enough. Um, you can go to Millennial Movie Talk. You can find all this amazing stuff. Like uh, they just went, they went to the preview screening of the new Conjuring movie. So we've got a review yeah. for that. Scary. Um, Alex and uh, Chris have been doing some deep dives into particular films, uh, such as Kickass and uh, Art of Self Defense and Labyrinth. I still maintain the first Kickass is hilarious. Yeah. Oh no, Kickass one is great. Kickass two. Uh, been doing a bunch of tier lists at the moment as well. So we ranked Disney Pixar and we just ranked the uh, DreamWorks films. Um, and yeah, there's a uh, don't listen to episode 107. It, honestly, so that was when I was sick and it is the biggest train wreck of an episode we've ever done. So if you want to listen to a shit episode of MMT. Sick you is pretty funny. Episode 107, but I'm not there. I'm that sick. Oh, not and funny. And it's just a train wreck. Um, it's going down in history as one of our worst episodes, which is why it's performing the best. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, go check it out. Uh, and then uh, we should have a review for In the Heights because preview screening for that is on Sunday. Um, I unfortunately cannot go to it. Dang. But the rest of the gang will be there and they'll be giving their thoughts. Review should be out Monday, Tuesday. Uh, does the rest of your gang enjoy musicals and Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yes, yes they very much do. Good. Um, I very quickly got them onto Hamilton very um, good. when I first met them. Very so. good person. Very well done. But yeah, um, go check it out. Millennium Movie Talk. It's on your podcast services and your YouTubes and stuffs. And I do other things, but probably not relevant to here because I'm mostly producing this show. So head on over to hackthedino.com and subscribe and like some videos. If you don't like that, go to youtube.com backslash hackthedino uh, or watch us live on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino. We've been streaming a little bit. I went on a quest the other day to get the golden skin from Lara Croft. It was really easy. I did like it a minute because I knew how to get it. <laughs> Anyway, you just ran down and stole the thing. Riveting TV. It was. Um, yeah, oh, there's a photo I just put up on my Instagram at uh, Mr. Benjam. I uh, was setting up for a toy fair that I'm doing with King Kaiju Collectibles uh, this weekend as we record this, which is why I'm so delirious. I've had a busy week. Uh, but I did manage to pick up some of the figures that I was missing from my Metal Gear collection. So yes. I ended up getting Psycho Mantis, uh, I got uh, Solidus Snake, I got Liquid Snake, and I got Revolver Ocelot. He's pretty good. Uh, so I was very happy with that. Uh, it cost me a, a fair bit, but then I looked at the prices on ye olde eBay, and it didn't cost me as much as it would there. I heard what you paid, and I think they were very reasonable, bordering on bargain. Yeah, oh, they're great figures. Um, I know that stall when I went past that, well, when I was buying these, they also had a Sniper Wolf and uh, Liquid Ocelot, so if I manage to sell some stuff tomorrow, I reckon I might go get them as well and just sort of complete the whole happy family. Liquid Ocelot's when he's got the whole arm. Whole arm and in army fatigues because yeah, he's from yeah, Metal Gear yeah, Solid 4. That's right. Um, they had a bunch of little mini figs as well, and I stayed away from them. But mini figs? Yeah, Not those, cool. the weird little, like, look like larger Lego men? No, no, no. No, like actual mini figurines. That oh, I okay. think they came out of Gatchapons or something. Ah, oh. But yeah, that was pretty cool. So head on over to Mr. Benjamin on Instagram if you want to see all the stuff that I pick up. Uh, or come and yell at me on Twitter like many of other people do. I usually just talk, yell at people about um, how ghosts are coward and how uh, no ghosts are taking up my offer to fight me. That's right. Ghosts, if you're out there, I'm willing to fight you. Just come to my house and I'll throw down with your ghostly selves. What the hell are you talking about? I don't like ghosts, so I'm going to fight them. This is a known fact. Mm. I, can, I can beat up any ghost. Name a ghost, I can beat it up. Go on. Space ghost. Oh, shit. Casper. No, he's a kid. Of course. Ram his head through a wall. Dude's dead, Wimp. bro. I could ram his no, head so through it's a... not going to matter, he's a is ghost. it? ghost. Of course his head will go through so the wall. Lovable. Yeah. He's in that... He's not lovable. He's Richie movie? Rich. Someone offed him. I haven't watched that movie since I was a kid. Is it any good? Uh, well, Devin Sauer's overrated. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Bill Pullman's in it. Uh, Christina Ricci's in it. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Dan Aykroyd as a Ghostbuster. Yeah, for like two seconds. Yeah, does a cameo. Who are you going to call? Not us. Anyway, ghosts, come at me, you cowards.